are you on the never-ending quest to achieve the elusive and ultimate work-life balance? Out of all the noise out there on the internet of people telling you how to achieve teacher balance, has any of it actually really worked for you long-term? Nope, I'm willing to bet not. We take it all in. We read everything out there hoping that somewhere is the secret source that we've been missing. But I'm here to tell you that there is no secret source and it is definitely not your fault. It's just that there are far too many myths out there that make us feel like there's something wrong with us for not being able to balance. And today I'm here to expel them and to give you a serious reality check that is going to change everything for you. So before we get into it, if you're new here, hello, I'm Katie. Welcome to the Teach on Teach Strong family. I'm a full-time teacher from London and I have a real passion for helping you just be the best teacher you can be through the use of personal development. And that's what this podcast is about. So today is episode 53 of Teach on Teach Strong. And you'll get episodes twice a week, every Sunday and Wednesday. And Sundays, like today, we delve much deeper into a topic and come up with actionable steps for you to take away and implement. All right, so I'm willing to bet that you have read loads of articles, or heck, maybe you've even paid for courses with people telling you how to achieve the ultimate teacher balance and promising you that you will find the balance. Yet what's the reality? (laughs) Reality is we're still not balanced. Uh, Sure, the information's helpful, but guess what? Uh, you're still stressed out, you're still struggling to do it all, you're still exhausted, and you still feel like you're not balanced, and you're probably still thinking that it's your fault because there's something wrong with you. Well, listen, I'm here to tell you it is not your fault. The problem is there are lots of myths floating around out there that may actually well, well be helpful in helping balance in other careers. But as we know, teaching is something else quite something else indeed. So all I advise you to do is consider who you're taking advice from and make sure they're credible and are practicing what they preach. So some questions you might want to ask yourself are, is this person I'm taking advice from even a teacher? (laughs) Or is what they're teaching at least applicable to teaching? Or does this person have ample or recent classroom experience? Are they actually practicing the techniques in their own life as a teacher or are they just talking about theories? I also think you need to ask yourself whether if it's important to you or not if the person you're learning from is still in the classroom having to actually practice what they preach. And just as a side note, but it's worth observing, but just being out of the daily hustle and grind of teaching every day, even for a few weeks, can very much change our viewpoint of teaching. I mean, think about this. I mean, I know even two weeks away from school over my winter and spring breaks can change my mindset about everything. By the end of that two week break, I don't know if you feel the same, but I'm I'm thinking like glamorizing teach again. I, I think of myself, you know, Miss Honey from Matilda <laughs> and, you know, I'm getting all excited again and I've got the energy. I'm coming up with amazing lessons and ideas for decorating my classroom and it's like your passion comes back and the excitement and glamorization of, of teaching is really all you remember. And it's a stark contrast to what the last days are before a break, right? Where 
your body's literally like shaking because you're so exhausted. Temper is just on the brink constantly and just someone coming up to talk to you just makes you want to cry from exhaustion. You're that tired. And I don't know, but I think it can be really quick and easy to forget how it really feels unless we're actually living it every day. Okay, now I do want to add, having said all that, while I value all advice, and bear in mind, I do a lot of studying on personal development myself. I read every single day. I have to translate everything that I learn into teacher world, quote unquote, as I'm calling it, teacher world, because we all know we work on a very different planet to all other careers. And so the idea of this podcast is that I apply what I'm learning and experiencing and personal development strategies and techniques and I translate it into teacher world so that it actually works for us and the demands of our job because they are unique. So yes, although it's challenging maintaining a website, blogging and managing social media and keeping a podcast up and running while I'm still teaching full time... (laughs) I know that it's important to have an actual live teacher voice out there for us, so to speak, that represents us as actual living teachers, if you will. So that's why I continue to do this, because I think our voice needs to be out there too. And someone out there might want to hear from someone who's actually having to practice what they preach. You know, I'm not just talking about life coach skills that I might be reading about. I'm telling you what works for me as a teacher. I felt that needed to be said so that you understand where these myths come from. So that being said, today we're going to address what I think are the most common myths about teacher balance that are coming from these people who don't do what we do every day and thus we can end up feeling like failures for not being able to achieve the balance that we desire because the advice might need to be tweaked a bit for us teachers. Case in point number one, you need to create an ideal schedule. Um, no, no, thank you. No, no. I live my life by a schedule every single day. I get told when I can pee, when I can eat, when I can sit down, when I can speak to my colleagues, when I can go home. The last thing that I need as a teacher is to set another schedule when I get home telling me when I must do my chores. I mean, I'm sorry, but that sounds more like prison to me. Mm -hmm. Now, this is different from calendar blocking. I do some calendar blocking for tasks that I need to do every week, such as making time for this podcast. But really, our problem is not that we don't know how to be productive. I don't think that's our issue. Teachers are some of the most productive people that I know. I mean, look at how much we get done in a day. No wonder we're exhausted. The alternative, I will tell you... But I'm going to tease you. I'm doing something different today. What I've done is I've created a cheat sheet for you that you can download from my website for free, which will include the teacher balance myths as well as my practical solutions that I use in my life as a teacher that actually work for me. Now, stay tuned to the end because I will share that link with you and then you can download it and look at it and read it at your leisure and apply it to your life. Okay, number two, second myth. There is a perfect plan for you out there, but all you need to do is find yours. 
Is that all I need to do? I just need to find it. Ah. Bless them. Okay, this is often said by people who clearly are not teaching every day. Okay, <laughs> look, we're told it's fine, it's out there. Go on, you'll find it. Just try loads of stuff, keep tweaking, see what works, and you'll get there. You'll find the path to balance, and you'll live forever as a balanced teacher, happily ever after. Okay, God. Okay, listen, I, I got I got my hands over my eyes right now, shaking my head because I have been on this quest for 12 years, looking, finding, seeking this plan. And I can tell you this for free to save you a lot of trouble and waste of time. There is no ultimate plan or perfect path. If there was, believe me, I would have found it by now. God, no wonder we're always left to feel unsuccessful for not being able to achieve teacher balance when we kept getting drummed this message into our heads that it's out there. I have a better idea and I have a better solution. So if you want to know my truths and how I deal with this perfect plan myth, keep hanging on to the end. I'll share with you the download link. My way is going to leave you feeling much less like a failure. And number three, final myth that I often hear getting told about teacher balance is that balance is something we should be aiming for every day. Right. Sure. Every day. Yeah, that's realistic. Excuse me, how am I meant to be balanced on a day when I have to stay at school until 9pm doing a parent's evening appointments? Um, yeah, um, what, am I going to go home and fit in my yoga and my pilates and my bubble bath after that? Am I? No, no, no. Bless them. Non-teachers don't understand that our life is not like everyone else. Most jobs, you know, they can cut off at five o'clock and be done and then they can get their balance. But we work differently, and I've been thinking about how I could explain this, and the best way I could come up with it is we work in waves. There's a lot of W's in that sentence. We work in waves. Now, I know if I had a job working from home, my life would be very different, and I can tell this because I compare it to what my life's like during my breaks, because I, I class myself as an entrepreneur when I'm during my breaks. I work on my business, so I do get to experience being an entrepreneur and being a teacher. So I know that my schedule would be different if I wasn't actually teaching. Yes, I'm not denying I would still be hella busy because there's a lot to do and there's a lot to manage. But I'll tell you this, managing my time when I'm not at school, when I'm not teaching, is so much easier than when I'm teaching. And that's because life is generally consistent and predictable and I can be my own boss right? You're at home all day. You can choose when you want to just, you know, I need to stop. I need to take a break. I just need to sit down for a minute. I need to switch off. I wish I could do that at school. I wish I could say, sorry, kids, you know what? I think I'll be tired. I think I'm going to go, you know, make myself a cup of tea, sit in front of the telly for a bit and just chill. Is that all right? You guys can get on with it. It doesn't work like that. It's so different for us that people just don't understand. I personally look at balance very differently than most of the advice that you hear out there. And let me tell you, it works for me and it stops me from feeling like a failure for not being able to achieve balance every single day. So don't worry, I'll share all the information in the download and I'll give you the link very shortly. So before we wrap up and I share the link, don't worry, I will, of how I dispel these popular myths that make us feel like failures at achieving teacher balance, Know that it's not your fault. <laughs> you haven't done anything wrong. It's just that the advice 
isn't quite translated for the teacher world. But don't worry, because that's what I'm doing for you. I'm translating it into teacher talk so that it makes sense and you can be successful. So before we do that, I want to hear what you think of this podcast. I spent a lot of time and effort creating this for you. This is pretty much my whole Sunday goes, dedicated just to you and podcasting for free. I'm not even asking for any money for it. I just want to help you in your journey. So all I ask in return is that you take two minutes out of your day to write one review. That's it. And... I am giving away a little bit of a prize as well. So I'm giving away any five of my teaching resources or educational clip art from my teacher's resourceful store to someone who leaves a review. And all you have to do, take a screenshot of what you said and email it to me. That's it. Email it to katie@teachersresourceforce.com so I can actually get in touch with you if you win. I don't have an endpoint yet, so get in there sooner rather than later. I really look forward to reading your comments. It also really helps spread our message. All right, let's summarize everything and let's give you the link that you've been waiting for. I would just like to say, first of all, I think it is wonderful that there are so many people out there looking to help us manage work-life balance, especially for us teachers, because it's a serious problem. It is unfortunate that a lot of the advice out there doesn't quite pertain or work for us teachers and there's not many who are actually showing us how they practice what they preach. So even with the best of intentions, some of these ideas are not always practical for the life of a teacher compared to the life of, for example, an entrepreneur who many people who give this advice are. Um, And I know that because I do both jobs myself and I know they're both completely different. One is definitely easier than the other. I could do, let's, let's see, if I've worked eight until four as a teacher, I'll go home and I can pass out and not be able to move a single bone in my body and even breathing is exhausting. Yet I can work from 6am to midnight as an entrepreneur without stopping and I'd still feel like I had more energy. Yeah, I'm just saying. Teaching is is unique and unless you're doing it, no one understands us. So let's summarise again once more the three myths that we're often fed about work-life balance that don't really work for teachers. Number one, scheduling. Yeah, no. Maybe for an entrepreneur's life who needs structure, but not for teachers. No, we live our lives by a bell. So the last thing we need to do is continue doing that when we get home, like how are we ever supposed to balance when we're constantly dictated when and where we can do things? It just doesn't work, at least for me. Number two, hey, keep tweaking until you find the perfect plan. No, there is no perfect plan. The end. Forget that. It doesn't exist. Teaching is not like other jobs and our routine fluctuates way too often. Number three, aim for balance every day. Again, no, not possible. As I mentioned in the previous point, Teaching is far too unpredictable and our routine fluctuates so much, meaning that it's not a realistic expectation to be able to balance each and every day out evenly when you're getting home at bedtime. <laughs> you know, it's it's just not realistic. So without further ado, as promised, it's here, the cheat sheet. I created a cheat sheet that you can download, which has all my practical alternative solutions to these myths that are floating around there on the interwebs. And you can download the link at www.teachersresourceforce.com forward slash teacher balance myths. One big long word. So that's teachersresourceforce.com forward slash teacher balance myths. Download it there for free. 
I really do hope you find that useful and that there's something in there that you can actually apply as a teacher to help you on your way to balancing your life. Okay, remember, teaching is hard work. (laughs) As if I needed to remind you of that one. We all want to achieve balance, but none of us want to feel like failures because we've been sold the idea of aiming for the impossible perfect plan to get there, you know. I hope my cheat sheet is a starting point in helping you, first of all, ease your worries away, but also offering you alternative options that actually work that have come from a teacher's point of view. Basically, I'm telling you, I'm practicing what I'm preaching there. And hey, listen, if you want me to create a course on this topic and show you actual examples of my strategies and my planning, my systems and how I do things, I do have so much more I could say about this. So let me know if you want me to do a course. Just give me a message, drop me an email. Let me know if there's any particular topics that you want me to talk about. If you are looking for specific tips on teacher well-being and, you know, ways you can have more fun in your life and in your job, I offer you some practical ideas in episode 51, which you can also check out. It's just called Top Tips for Teacher Wellbeing. So finally, the important thing for you to know is that you are not alone in this journey. And it is a journey, which means actually it's not about an end point. The end point is retirement. (laughs) This is not the end point that we're trying to search for. It's not, ah, there is the mysterious promised land of teacher balance where all teachers are laughing and holding hands, skipping in a circle because they've achieved perfect harmony. No, teaching is a journey. We're all going through it together. And you know, we need to support each other all the way. If we're seeing someone slipping down a slope, we need to run and pick them up and help them. And someone else is going to trip on a stone and we need to help lift them up too. And someone else is going to slip down a landslide and we need to help them up too together. That's how I see this. That's how I see this movement. That's what Teach On, Teach Strong is all about. It's us coming together as a team, helping each other down this road, picking each other up when we fall, because we are all going to fall. That's teaching for you. It's hard. And there are, t- there are down days. And there are really wonderful days. Just like any journey, you can have good times, you can have hard times. But the important thing is we're here for each other and we can pick each other up along the way. 